Charlemagne to be here in a second. It's Thursday! Yes, I was at the Nets game last night. Yeah, congratulations to the Nets. They uh, won last night. They clinched, well, they clinched already, but congratulations to them. Yeah, they're already to going to the playoffs. It was Dwayne Wade's last dance, his last game. Oh, man, everybody was out there. I seen LeBron James. I seen Carmelo Anthony. I seen Chris Paul. Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. So shout to uh, shout to Dwayne Wade. I heard they had a party after at Catch. Yes, they had a huge... Uh, last dance uh, party. Yeah, so it was cool. He had on some... Uh, a suit from Pierre Moss. It was a theme party. Yeah, theme party. Like, you know, I guess a 80s theme or 70s theme. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so congratulations to Dwayne Wade, man. He's one of those players, I guess, he he left when he wanted to because he's still balling. He, he dropped a triple-double last night. And I guess he was just like, look, this is it for me. The young guys got it, and I'm just going to retire, sit back and relax and enjoy my Have family, which is time. a great thing. Yeah, the game was sold out last night, of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody had on Dwayne Wade jerseys. I could imagine. Matter who you were. Yeah, no, nah, I could imagine. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Dwayne Wade, man. Happy to see him go out the way he wanted to go out. Yeah, shout out to Dwayne Wade. And shout out to our Brooklyn Nets as well. Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> now, yesterday, um, I was out and about looking at our properties. I got a chance to close on three properties that we were bidding on. If you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I, I uh, heavy on hubzoo.com or auction.com or a lot of those websites, and we were able to pick up some properties. One I picked up for like $30,000, had to put down uh, 3%. So got them very, very, very cheap. And I like to help people, so... I know Pro Style's into it. Uh, Pro Style at work at our station. A couple of athletes called me, so I was explaining and trying to help a lot of people that don't necessarily know about real estate that want to invest, and I don't want to see them get got. I don't want to see them lose money. So if I can help, I try to help as many of our people as possible so they can invest. What up, Charlamagne? Yeah, I needed help yesterday, too, because I had a stomach virus all day, so I was emptying my butt Ugh. for at least eight, seven to eight hours straight oh, yeah. yesterday. I can help what you with you that. What did you eat? I have no idea. You think bro. it was a stomach virus? Yeah, or you think stomach it was stomach virus going around. I really don't know, man. It just hit me all of a sudden. Like at first, I was just like, "Damn, what did I eat yesterday?" You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you sit on the toilet that first time, and it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we didn't have to so hit like, that. Hey, what, what did I eat yesterday? But then it's just like I got sick. Like, so were you like naked I had to on the toilet? Up. I always get naked on the toilet. No, there's a stomach bug going around. My um, let me see. Three of my kids had it. Yeah, Brooklyn my had, wife it. had it. Logan had it and oh, okay, um, so that's it. Yeah, Jackson had it. So three of my kids had it. I mean, it was bad when we had to take them out of school. It was just diarrhea. Yes, I and canceled my whole day. I canceled my whole day yesterday after I did one thing I had to do, but I had something else to do. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna make it. Mm, so you wide open right now? I'm good now, I guess. Which is weird. And I literally slept for like 12 hours, but mm-hmm. I got home like one o'clock, two o'clock. Yeah. And I slept till 2 o'clock till 4 o'clock this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. I got some stuff on me, though, just in case. I got, you got some um, stuff on me? What you mean you got some stuff on me? I got kale pectate. Oh, okay. Have you been able to eat anything yet? No. I thought you were going to say I had man pepper on I had two tangerines yesterday for dinner. That's what I had. Mm. Woke up and ate two tangerines and went back to sleep. 
Yes. All right. All right. But well, I got Kale Pecte just in case. Well, it's Thursday, so it's Throwback Thursday. So we have a, a, a throwback <laughs> artist joining now us listen, this morning. Let your, let your uncles a and aunties group. have this moment. Yeah, throwback now. group. We got a throwback group. Should we we should start with the records first. Yeah, you got you got any of the records up by any chance? You got to let them know what the records are not gonna, they, they might not know I the don't want to just say the name. I think they will know the name, but I would rather them... I, I know for a fact they know the record. And they were referenced by Chris Brown. They were? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, Brown. No, no, that's... We well, didn't expect y'all to do this. That he has soul. Because the radio station don't have candy, right? No, no, he, has, he has soul to soul up. Lord uh, have mercy. Right there, that's candy uh, rain. Like right there, that's candy rain. Well. candy rain. You just missed it, man. Uh, young ass, 27-year-old you boy. Go. Now play it. Okay. Play candy. Hey. Okay. This ain't really the right one. No, that's the jam, this. too, though. And then they got the remix they with Heavy D on it. You know what I mean? But this is right here. This is what we got here today. Hey. No, stop. See, you don't know you're a rookie. Boy, you're a rookie. Yeah. 
everything, but it inspires Baltimore, a lot of hip hop yeah. music that we listen to even today. Mm-hmm. People so, rock with go go music. All I'm yeah. simply saying is this is why gentrification sucks because you complaining about loud go go music in DC. It's DC. All right, you shouldn't have moved there into that community if you didn't want to hear go go music all the damn time. Heavy drums. That's like coming to Brooklyn and, and complaining to about reggae. reggae music. Exactly. Yeah, heavy live happen. instrumentation. Go go music is dope. I love go go music. That's out of here. Turn your go go up, guys. Okay, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange was arrested at the London Embassy where he had been take had been taking refuge for seven years at the Ecuadorian Embassy in London. Now he was granted refuge in 2012 while on bail in the UK over sexual assault allegations against him in Sweden. At that time, he felt that if he got extradited to Sweden, he might be arrested by the United States and face charges relating to WikiLeaks' uh, publication of hundreds of thousands of U.S. diplomatic cables. If you guys remember all of that drama that happened with all of those documents that were mm-hmm. leaking. So in March, they actually cut off his internet access and he was forbidden from having visitors, but they did say that he had repeatedly violated the conditions of his asylum in the country's London embassy, so he was arrested. That just happened. Okay. All right, and if you have YouTube, by the way, YouTube TV, their prices are going to be going up to nearly $50 a month, so that subscription is going to be increased by $10 to $49.99 a month for everybody. YouTube TV? What the hell is on YouTube TV? I know that we had a movie on... uh YouTube Premium before. We had Bodied on there. I'm a consultant producer on that. But what is YouTube TV? Well, they have, um, like, the Discovery Channel and HGTV. They're adding OWN as well. So it's like cable. You know, if you have Apple TV and it has the YouTube thing, you can have a YouTube channel. It's just too much. It's yeah, too, that's, that's what I think, too, because... Premium services and too many TV packages. And, and everybody's prices are going up. That's AT&T expensive. announced that they're raising the prices of DirecTV. Uh, Hulu raised the prices of their live TV by $5 a month. Now Hulu is $45. I'm getting everybody's rid of Hulu raising anyway. prices. I'm getting rid of Hulu. Only thing I'm keeping is Netflix, and I'm going to get the Disney streaming service when it comes up. My goodness. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning. Or maybe you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Good morning, guys. Um, the reason I'm calling because I'm pretty nervous that my seven-month-old daughter is going to have open heart, second open-heart mm. surgery in a couple of weeks. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I hate to hear that, but uh, well, we let's send some prayers we for her. What's her name best. so we can pray for her? Her name is London. I, her London Simone, um, she had uh, her first one when she was eight days old. We knew it was coming, but now that we have, like, a date, it's kind of like, oh, snap, like reality is actually hitting that she's going to have another one. Right. Okay, we'll be praying for we'll that. We'll definitely be praying for Good luck, Mama. Thank you. You guys, I created a Facebook Instagram page. I know this is kind of cheesy. Her name is London Simone B. You guys can just look at her page. That's not That's cheesy. Nice. <laughs> There's nothing cheesy about that. Well, good luck, Mama. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Okay. Thank you for calling us. Hello. Who's this? Hey, this is uh, Chandler from Columbus, Ohio. How y'all doing? What's up, Good Chandler? Morning. When uh, black people do something stupid, they need to sit in timeout. So how about DC Young Fly little uh, Yachty sit in timeout? Because that high, how high trailer looks god awful. And Red Man and Matt the Man should have called them like T.I. Uh, called out Kodak Black. How, how, how old are you, sir? Uh, 33. Oh, okay. So you you around that age. Well, they're younger than you, but I haven't seen the trailer. But I'm pretty sure that they're not catering to a 33-year-old with that movie. Yeah, they're not catering to nobody with that movie because it looks that terrible. Them kids going to eat it up. 
Yeah, I don't know. And uh, y'all gotta quit putting them action figures in them weird uh, positions too. I I I seen them pictures. Man. What, what action, action figures? figures? Man, y'all know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. Stop playing. What are you talking yeah, about? What, I don't know what you're what talking action about. Figure? But have a good morning, bro. Angel. Hey, what's up, Breakfast Club? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Hey, man, I, I just want to say I don't wish violence against anybody, but I think uh, Kodak Black's uh, comments are worthy of a leg shot. Y'all yeah, don't make no sense. And this is what I be talking about. When y'all say stupid stuff like, please, Lord, take Kodak and give us Nipsey back. Like, yo, we don't want to see no, no we don't want to see no violence against black men, period. All right, like we got, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't be all uh, have have a little bit in and then a little bit out. You either all in or you you not. And you could die from a leg shot, sir. Just, just a leg shot. That's nah. It. You could die from nah. a leg shot. We don't want no violence. <laughs> thank, we don't want no more you, gun man. violence against our people. No. You could die from a leg shot. Absolutely not. D, what's up, D? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Hey, D, get it off your chest. Um, I just wanted to get off my chest that I am a Lyft driver. I'm not your girlfriend. I'm not your <laughs> best friend. Please stop getting mad because I don't know where you live at. If the Lyft app don't know where you live at, neither do I, okay? <laughs> stop trying to rate me two stars, one star, because it takes me an extra two minutes to figure out what apartment you live in. Like, come on now. And I offer you candy. That don't mean leave your rappers in my backseat. Oh, yeah, that's oh, rude. D, where, where you calling from, D? from Maryland. Oh my so what's your what's your rating right now on Lyft? Actually, I'm a 4.8 right now. Oh, so, so you good. good. Right, but I have recently, I like being five stars, but I recently got some low scores because I have been getting lost in like the D.C., Virginia area. I'm from Maryland. I don't live in D.C. Mm. And don't get in my car with an attitude. I'm sorry. I'm a driver. All right, one last question. Do you have chargers for people in the car when they need a charger? Yes, that I do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, you the best. Water in the summertime. Come on, people. Thank you very much. GPS, though. That's and most lifting. It's most lifting Uber. It seems like they all of them. Great service, but sometimes with the new construction, it be getting people lost. They right. be picking people up in front of churches, and they live behind the church. It's a lot. Yeah, oh, sometimes okay. when you put in like just the location that you're at, like say it's a a restaurant. Say you're at Applebee's, and you put in Applebee's, and then it might bring you to a whole other place. Yeah, it happens a lot. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. JB, what's up, JB? What's really good, Envy? Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning. What's up? Get it off your chest, bro. I want to spread a little positivity, actually, man. Um, I want to shout out my baby boy, Josiah, man. Um, My only son, real proud of him. You know what I mean? Growing up to be a good, developing young man. I want to get that out right and on. Shout out to all the single parents out there doing the right thing. About okay, Josiah. How old is he? He's four, man. He's four. September 6th is his birthday, man. That's what it is, man. And, um, I wanted to send another thing to all uh, y'all. I got some um, some apparel, man, called Rich Fatherhood. Check out my page on Instagram, man. Got them for the mother, too. Okay. Rich Fatherhood. All right, brother. Tanisha. Good morning. Good morning, sunshine. Well, good morning, Tanisha. How are you guys? What's happening? Wonderful. I get with you. Yes, yes, yes. So um, this is what I want to get off of my chest. I just want to encourage all mothers, but especially single mothers all across the universe. Mm. I just really want to encourage you guys and tell you just don't give up. Um, yeah, my son is 13 years old. 
Um, he used to give me problems. I stuck at it. He don't no more. Uh, we're both in school. I'm in grad school. He is um, going to the ninth grade. He's okay. an athlete. And um, I'm doing it by myself. He is, he is still, he still gets to see his father. But I just want to encourage every single mother and tell her you can do it. Keep moving forward and don't give up. That's dope. All right, there you go, You're mama. You're so right. Well, have a good one. Thank you. All righty, mama. Hello, who's this? This is Ryan. What's going on? Ryan, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, so two days ago, I'm a younger kid, and I've been with an older woman that's 10 years older than me. And she tried to do something I wasn't used to. Like, she gave me, you know, aura or whatever. Mm. Let me know, she put her leg on top of, my leg on top of her, her shoulders. And it's like, wow. I tried to eat my ass. And I feel like, you know, you liked what's it. Wrong? You what's, liked what's it. Wrong? What's wrong with a woman wanting to eat your ass? Hold on, but for all that though, did you like it? I don't like the gooch area was fine, but then she kept did, going off. Hold on, oh, did you that. like it? Grow yeah. up, bro. Did it feel uh, good? I ain't gonna say that. But I just it's wrong. Did I, it feel good? God damn, yee! Why are you so excited? Because he won't even answer the <laughs> question. Christ. How He's all over the place with it. How old was the woman? She was 35. I'm 25. Oh, yeah, yeah. She an older woman trying to turn you out. That's Did all. you like it? And she was showing me some stuff. I ain't, I ain't like it. I ain't going like you it. Liked it. You liked it. Because if you didn't like it, anybody. immediately you would have said, no, I didn't like it. Did you like it? I did. I was like, what you doing? And she was like, I'm showing you something. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Did you nah, stop, did you stop you, her? I bet you've seen it, though. Yeah, I stopped it. She showed you something. Okay. I bet you've seen it. Are you going back? I still talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, my brother. Uh, don't ever ever stop a girl from eating your booty, because she can oh, never no. talk. She, she can never talk bad about you ever again. Because anything she say negative about you, you can say yeah, but you ate my ass though. <laughs> he liked it. It's cool. All right, Ryan. Oh my. All right, y'all. All right, Ryan. You called the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> Get it off your chest, all right? 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about somebody who is studying to become a lawyer. What a career mm. switch. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are yeah. The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Maya Angelou. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, I'm excited to see this, and this is making its way to Broadway. Phenomenal woman, an evening with Maya Angelou. I'm here for that. Yes, so her son is saying that it's going to be a one-woman show about her life that's in the works right now. Mm-hmm. And it's going to draw from her many writings, along with some private musings that have never before been made public. No, that's something I definitely want to see. I think that'd be dope. I'm here for that. There's a couple Broadway plays I want to see right now. I want to see the... Uh, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, The Temptations. Absolutely. Tina Turner's coming to Broadway as well, her story. Really? Yes, I'm excited for that. They're in the uh, process of casting right now. Mm. Listen, you know I love... Um, I like taking my mom to Broadway shows. That's, That's my bonding do. I time. Take, I want to take my mom to see Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Motown. Yeah. That's her era, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about Camila Cabello. She's going to be starring in the retelling of Cinderella for Sony Pictures. It's a music-oriented version of the traditional story. And she's going to be starring in it. So she was, if you know, part of Fifth Harmony. And then you know her from the song Havana as well with Young Thug. No. Havana. Yes, you yeah, do. Yeah, you know her. That I was a name. huge song. Mm-hmm. She, Big um, record. Yeah, so she's going to be starring as Cinderella. Now, Kim Kardashian is saying that she wants to be a lawyer now. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's good. They said she's been authentically interested in the law for a long time. Her dad was a lawyer. 
that is a fact. Yeah. Robin Kardashian. Never forget that. And she plans to go to law school. You know, law school is three years, so then she'll have to pass the bar after that. Now, here's what her attorney says. She has always, even as a young girl, been interested in this area. During the whole Alice Marie Johnson period of time that we were working with the lawyers to get her out, she was involved far more than you might imagine. What does she want to do with a law degree, Sean? I think she wants to continue doing what she's already doing, which is helping people get out of prison who are serving far too much time for their misdeeds. I think she is truly interested in being a justice warrior. Oh, I don't I have a problem dope. with that. Why would anyone have law. a problem with her trying to better herself? But it, she's not going to law school, by the way. She's what do you mean? actually, yeah, she's not going to law school. She does plan to take the bar by 2022. And to prepare for that, she started an apprenticeship at a San Francisco based law firm. She got started last summer. And she has support from Van Jones and attorney Jessica Jackson. I don't know what that means, but I do know in this groupie-ass world, she would have the jury and the judge glamoured. She would have them wrapped around her fingers. Her star power alone would get people off. Would you hire her? Uh, depends what the case is. But not to mention, it, it, it's in her blood, though. Her dad was an attorney. Yeah, she's going to have to do the work. It's not easy to pass that ball, so she's going to have to do the work. Yeah, I'm sure it's Or you could always hire, just like everybody else did. Nah, I don't think so. Not with that one. No, you definitely can't with the bar. The bar is nah. no joke. No joke. The bar? What? What do you mean? Pay somebody to do it? No. To take the no. test. You know how uh-uh. they were paying the parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's take the SATs. very difficult. Okay. All right. Now, Kim Kardashian also was recently in Vogue magazine, too, when she talks about how badly she wants to take uh, the bar and become a lawyer as well. She also has said that she has reaccepted Kanye's... Kanye has reaccepted his bipolar diagnosis. She said to Vogue, I think we're in a pretty good place with it now. She said that Kanye is passionate about showing the world people can live normal lives with mental illness. It's an emotional process for sure. Right now, everything is really calm, but we can definitely feel episodes coming and we know how to handle them. She said that Kanye won't medicate to treat his disorder because of how it inhibits his creativity, so they've learned to adapt. She said for him, being on medication is not really an option because it just changes who he is. Traveling a lot does set it off so he doesn't travel as much as he used to, but honestly, I never want to speak for him because I'm not in his mind, but I think some of the hurtful things that I read online, what is she doing? She's not stopping him like it's my fault if he does or says something they don't agree with. That's my husband. I share every opinion that I have and let him know when I think something's wrong. Well, the first sign that you have a problem is denial. And, you know, Kanye accepted it at first and he started denying it heavily so you know he's, he's re-accepting the fact that yes there's something that he needed to correct and if he doesn't want to medicate I mean they have to seriously watch him just in case I'm sure I mean right. they got to be very very careful with him whether it's social media whether it's just him walking around they just got to be careful with him all right. In the meantime, since we're talking about the Kardashians, Khloe Kardashian is going to be producing a show called Twisted. It's a new TV series that's going to be a six-part series exploring what happens when love and affection spiral into a <laughs> twisted web of extreme obsession and jealousy. Y'all going to stop backing like the Kardashians, not one of the greatest dynasties since the Bulls championship. That's going to be on the ID <laughs> channel. They, they, they Patriots level with it, bro. This is this is bad boy in the 90s level dynasty, the Kardashians are. And I mean, you can sit Can't around... Stop, won't mm-hmm. stop. You can continue to, you know, talk bad about them, talk negative about them, hate on them, but it's going to get exhausting because they're not going to do nothing but keep winning. They already up a billion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they are up a billion. So you going to be mad? Yes, they are. All right. You going to be mad or you going to try to figure something out for yourself? All right, and Justin Bieber is returning to music. Apparently, he has a collaboration that's going to drop next week, and you know who that's with? Who? Lil Dicky. Okay. So they said he will be featured on the single to be Justin's first song since No Brainer, okay. which was released last July. That's the song with Khaled, Quavo, and Chance. Hey, Justin can still sing, man. I'm going to be honest with you. 
Why would you think he can't sing? I, I didn't see. I'm, oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. He can still, he can still sing. sing. I heard the joint. He can. Justin still got it. Yeah. He actually sounds better now that he's a little older and, you know. Well, you heard some voice music? Is more mature. You heard some music? I have. How'd it sound? It's cool. I, I, I might just be told jo- you the boy can sing. I'm just asking it. Yeah. I heard I mean, he might we be joining still for real. Mm. <laughs> That'd be dope. Stop They it. need that. Yo, stop That'd be a good way to bring stop soul for real really, really bad. Stop it. Stop it. Listen, uh, Check with them. all your uncles and aunties out there, I just want you to know that soul for real soul will be here next real. hour because this is Throwback Thursday. It is. All right? Candy Rain. Every little thing I do. All right? What else you got? Oh, um, what was the other joint they had? Um, <laughs> nah, the other joint, man. What's the other joint? What's the other joint? What's the other joint? I can have you. If can you can have it. it. If you want it. Something like that. That was the dyslexic version, but those are the words. You guys are flat. Yeah. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about, Yee? Yes, let's talk about this measles outbreak in Brooklyn. Wear condoms. All right, we'll talk about that when we come back. stomach virus. (laughs) You know what? I was was talking to this doctor yesterday. He was like, can you please tell your co-host that... You can't take wax out your air and put it into a female and find out if she has a disease. As in co-hosts, they meant Charlemagne. Yeah, they meant Charlemagne. Okay. Tell, tell your doctor if he's never done it, shut the hell up. All right. Until he does that experiment himself, then he can talk. He was like, because there's some poor kid out there that's really gonna believe him and try it. Yeah. And, be and all give a girl up. an infection. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because she'll have an infection and after that. He's not gonna that. get chlamydia because when you take that air wax out your air and you put it in her poom poom, if she jumps, she got something. Bye. You gonna know to leave it alone. All right. It's the breakfast club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Celebrate 25 years of moving the culture forward at the 2019 Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola, July 4th through the 7th in New Orleans. Featuring performances by Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Nas, her, among 50 more. Register for free events and buy tickets at EssenceFestival.com. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right. Dwayne Wade, was his, it was his last game last night. He played uh, against the Brooklyn yes. Nets, and it was his last dance. He scored a triple-double. LeBron James was in attendance. Also, Carmelo Anthony and our very and Chris own. Chris Paul. Oh, Chris Paul and our very own. Angela Union. Oh, yes, Angela Yee was yeah, there as well. Yeah. He had a triple-double last night? Yeah, triple yes, double. he did. I want to close my for D-Wade. Now, unfortunately, the Heat did lose 113-94 to the yeah. Brooklyn Nets. But, um, yeah, it was so much energy in that building. I've never seen, I, honestly, you know, I go to a lot of Nets games. That mm-hmm. might have been one of the most exciting ones ever just because everybody was so excited for Dwayne Wade. Everybody had on D-Wade jerseys last night. That's why you know you old when you can remember D-Wade coming into the league in your mm-hmm. adult life and retiring in, in your adult life. Yeah, and congratulations. He went out when he wanted to go out because he's still balling. But the other night he saw a 30, he did a triple-double, so he just decided he wanted to go. Well, congratulations to him on a great career. All right, and let's uh, talk about Brooklyn some more. This is not good news. Mm. New York City has declared a public health emergency because of a Brooklyn measles outbreak. That's why you got to wear condoms, people. Now, that measles outbreak is affecting the Orthodox Jewish community in Williamsburg. They said unvaccinated people living in select zip codes will have to have the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine to curtail the outbreak. Now, what happened was it was one student that actually traveled and brought measles back, which has mm. uh, gotten spread in school. The kid, I guess, went to Israel. He was unvaccinated, got the measles there, then went to school, and now there's 285 New York City cases, and the age Jesus. range is from one month to 66 years old. All that unprotected sex. Wear condoms in Brooklyn, This little please. kid was not having unprotected sex. Oh. Okay, and the other issue is this. They said people are having measles parties. What they do is parents bring together... What you mean measles parties? So, you know, they don't... <laughs> what the hell is that? So <laughs> Sounds crazy. Certain religious beliefs, they don't want you to get a vaccination. So what they do is they 
make everybody get it. So then that builds up your immunity to something. So you and don't so have to worry about it. Right. So it's kind of like when you get the flu shot, it's really giving you the flu. That's why sometimes people get sick from it. But they said, do not do Does that. Does this work? Why, you think about having a herpes party or something? <laughs> <laughs> what are you asking for? Does this work? I mean, listen, <laughs> according to a doctor, they said, avoid this practice. Measles parties are dangerous because the disease can be fatal. The vaccine is safe and it protects your child. It protects other people as well. So do not have these measles parties. Highly contagious. Um, and Wear you condoms. Tell, you can tell if you have measles if you have a rash of flat red spots. And the symptoms may include fever, that cough, runny nose, and watery Stop eyes. It. Isn't the herpes a form of measles too, though? No. Oh well, listen. You haven't given us no <laughs> solutions stuff, on how to yo. protect ourselves from measles. From you have to get a vaccination. That's it. That's the only way. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's how you can make most, sure you don't get it. Yeah, mostly everybody gets vaccinations when they kids. Measles vaccination. But I some people just don't do it, and mm-hmm. so that's what's uh, dangerous because it affects other people. If you end up getting it, going to school, you can spread it to other kids. I haven't even heard the term measles in so long. I thought I measles was something you only get on sitcoms. Okay. <laughs> but wear condoms, in Brooklyn. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Measles outbreak this summer. All right, now. Ruining all unprotected sex fun. Let's talk about San Francisco now. Dozens of community organizers and youths and city officials are on the steps of uh, the City Hall on Tuesday. They are rallying in support of a new measure. They want to shut down the county's juvenile hall by the end of 2021. They want to close youth prisons and build leaders together. So they're holding up signs saying, books, not bars, free us kids, and no youth jail. So that'll be a good uh, measure. They want to close down these juvenile halls. Yeah, but where are you going to put these little badass criminals that's young? Well, they want to give them alternatives to incarceration. Oh, okay. So kind of like Kamala Harris's back on track program. So yeah. instead of like sending them to prison, they give them like apprenticeships, mm-hmm. internships, stuff like that. They want to do more rehab type of situations, gotcha. non-institutional centers. I'm with that. For those who need to be in a facility. I'm so, definitely with that. Yeah. I'm Because I'm, look, jail is supposed to be a place where you get rehab that does not happen and to be able to re-enter society. And for kids in particular, I'm sure that a lot of times, a lot of things that happen can be by peer pressure, by circumstances. It's never too late to make a change. I'm definitely with that. Life. Especially depending on the offense. And let's talk about this weather. There was a powerful bomb cyclone, and they're saying right now, just be careful because certain states had some heavy snow in parts of South Dakota and other states like Wyoming, Colorado, Minnesota. More than 4 million people are under blizzard warnings from Wednesday into today. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That includes um, those areas. So just be careful. Wyoming, Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, it's South Dakota, and Minnesota. Springtime, damn it. Bro. Yeah, some places are going to get more than two feet of snow by yeah, tomorrow. That's y'all, crazy. Y'all think it's a game, but Armageddon is upon us. They said in South Dakota, they could get more than 30 inches. Listen, Armageddon is upon us. The only thing I ask God is please, 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 don't end the world until after Avengers Endgame come out. After Avengers Endgame, do what you want with the planet, okay? But I just need to see what happens with Thanos. Well, that's selfish. Yeah, that's pretty selfish. No, there's plenty of people that would don't want their world to end until after Endgame. You got Selfish. This guy is crazy. All right, well, that is front page news. Now, when we come back... It's Throwback Thursday. Can you play the song? Because they it might not know who this group Thursday. is, just in case. Your uncles and aunties are very excited right now. Maybe. Now, when we come back, we're going to be talking to this group right here. Come on, hit that jam. You refuse to play the remix, huh? You going to play the remix in your mini mix? They ain't got the remix here. You got the remix in I your I do. Serato? I got it. Don't worry about it. It's Serato, yes. but... Uh, this is Soul For Real. You yes. know, Uptown Records is one of my top three favorite record labels of all time. Yes. Soul For Real was signed to Uptown Records. They had joints like Candy Rain, Every, Every Little, little thing, thing I Do. What's the other little half a bop they had? If you want it. If you want it. Hey. So they'll be joining us next. Of course, they were founded by Heavy D. They're from Long Island, New York. So we'll kick it with them next. So don't move. It's Throwbacks Thursday. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. 
So for real. So for real. Yo, yo. What's happening, my brother? What's up, What's happening? What's going on, Charlamagne? Good. Now, talk to us. What happened to Soul For Real? Where have y'all been? What's been going on? What happened to Soul For Real? I mean, honestly, I'm going to keep it 100. We've been casualties of the industry as far as a transitional time. You know what I mean? When we came out, it was 95. So you got to remember that was before the internet really hit. Before social media, all that stuff. Exactly. You understand? So... Of course, it's not, it's not only what happened to Soul For Reals, it's what happened to R&B groups. Mm-hmm. Okay. You understand? Because right yeah. now, the industry, if you if you really pay attention, there are no groups, right. female or male. So I think we just really just was, became a casualty of that era. Who founded y'all? Who signed y'all? Heavy D. I know yeah, that, but Heavy D tell signed us, right. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought Andre Harrell found y'all, though. No, no. no. Heavy, and, heavy and, brought us to Andre. You know, I just want to let y'all know, this is just awesome, you know what I mean? I, that This opportunity to really kind of bridge the gap because a lot of people know the song but they don't they haven't seen us Correct. so they can't put a, a face with the, the song. songs right right the song. like candy right. rain and Absolutely. every little thing i do is classic records that's, that's right, right. If you want it. So, so where the heavy d where did heavy d find you on the street or nah so uh, we're gonna let you know I, when we were on the streets like my brother was saying before peddling nickel and diamond crack you know what i mean mind dance <laughs> nickel and diamond crack yeah because yeah, right yeah. yeah. we, we never made it to, talk, the, to the big you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like the change the change was needed you know and uh we had uh david turner shout out to dave he's still around Right, so um, I, when 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 I decided, I said, you know what, I'm not doing the street thing no more. Right. I decided to go work at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and, and Dave was the manager at McDonald's. So, one, t- you know, I was at McDonald's. I was washing the dishes. You know, what I mean, I'm singing "Boys to Men." You know, um, Dave came up like, "Yo, you sound amazing." I was like, "I'm not even the lead singer. You should hear me and my brothers." At the time, you know. We had a corny ass name of the group, Da Fizz. What's it called? Da Fizz. Da Fizz. It was terrible. It was the first two letters of our last name, and the physical was short. Short for physically related. Right, you got you. So of course, after we met Hev, you know what I mean. Hev said, "Nah, that name is done." But let me let me let me rewind a little bit because we um we were running around to the different labels, and we'd be standing outside singing. So one day we were at Geffen Records. And Heavy D's brother's girlfriend was there. Mm-hmm. While we were warming up in the uh, lobby, she heard us and she was like, yo, you guys will be dope for this uh, Mount Vernon day. And we, so it's a talent show that, That's you know, right. basically showcases local talent. Right. So <laughs> you already know I'm an elephant. <laughs> so, so look, um, she was like, yo, her name was Robin. She was like, yo, send the guys down. Now, mind you, she sent us right to Heavy D's house. Mm. You understand? Because at this time, Floyd and Hev, they lived together. You know, Hev didn't didn't move out yet or do anything like that. So it was like um, we found ourselves at 80, you know, his address, 80 Bateman Place, his previous address. Mm-hmm. You know, God bless Hev, you know what I mean? Right. We're going to get into that. Yeah. But um, we were in his house, and we had no idea. We were looking around, seeing plaques and pictures and stuff. They told us sing. We sang all our original songs. So Hev just so happened to be home. We go downstairs, it's like, what the f***? This is Hev. Mm-hmm. We actually see Hev. So Hev was like, don't be nervous. Go ahead and do the same thing y'all did for my brother. From there, it was like, yo, I'm going to introduce y'all to, he- uh, to Andre. Andre basically gave Hev the proposition, like, listen, if I could match whatever deal you have for them, you got to let them come with me. That's how we ended up being the last group on um, Uptown MCA. But didn't Heavy take over for Andre at one point? He did. Yeah, that was after okay. the first project, though. Oh. See, um, I remember that. When we started the For Life project, which was our... Um, the entitled album cover for the second album. Everything kind of just was like the opposite of the first. You know, um, Hev and Andre kind of parted ways. The difference between that album 
And the first one was there was absolutely no promotion. Things were like, we were just always questioning things that we knew it took to get us where we were from heaven. We never got answers, you know, um, from him personally. And like my brother said, may he rest in peace and stuff. But I, I think a lot of what happened with the whole situation with him might have stemmed from just things that was like maybe should have been done with us that was promised to us that we looked to him for yeah, just, right, I mean, you know keep it in a honey I don't, yeah. I don't mean to uh, uh, nah, you good. chime in but I, I, I really hate that have passed without us bonding that relationship mm-hmm. fixing it you're, you're yeah. right so you guys were mad oh, so at have and, and felt like got mad at one point I mean have he could have took better care of us because we were Babies. So you felt you felt like his passing was karma for for what he did to y'all. That's what I was getting to, basically. Uh, in a I don't nutshell. say that. Yeah, I, in a nutshell. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. You know, I wouldn't say it's ugly. It's ugly. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I, I'm not saying it to to get the effect of it being like you know like bitterness behind it. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I'm just saying it on something that is based on my history as far as like times that I've reached out to him, Floyd, and you know there were plenty of opportunities that I felt that were given for us to, um, you know, just rekindle and and take over, take a pickup at a pace where he could have lived up to the things that we was expecting, but unfortunately it never got to happen. But we never really took it and held it as like something bitter. You know, I still always have the love that I always had for him. Like I never at any point look at him and I feel like, like I'm speaking for my brothers too. We always were looking for that moment to be like, yo, look, have, let's do this again. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, and, uh, but you know, the, you know, the opportunity sides, never came. You know, being on both sides of the industry, you, you do realize, and, and it's, it's effed up, but it's, it's a business. Yeah, so absolutely. They look at thing is, is you know, today so for real is popping. Tomorrow is is the somebody next else. Group, you know, yeah, what I mean? right, yeah, right. So he's and, thinking about, you know, I gotta necessarily. I gave so for real a hit. I put out an album. They're making money. Yeah. Now their next record ain't, ain't what it's supposed to be, maybe. Well, I got to go to the next one. I don't think it was nothing disrespectful. I think it was more like an assembly line. Nah, I, I like, beg to differ. Hold on. Yeah, let me, nah, let me, the reason why I beg to differ is mm-hmm. this. We didn't know the industry. We just knew that we could sing. But because Hev and everybody else, they know the industry, it was like we didn't get the proper They took your publishing. Yeah, 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 exactly. They took your masters. That's right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's not business. If we sitting up here, we at the crib, we, we done... Had a bond. It's a camaraderie. We chilling at the crib. Did y'all have a manager? How many people does that happen to? Everybody. Our manager was Floyd. His brother was our manager. It was so much. We going on. It was a straight up conflict. Y'all have a lawyer either? Have lawyer was your lawyer. His brother was our manager. Brother Floyd. We had. We shared the same lawyers. We always hear. We're hearing that these things were conflict, but. You know, like I said, we never... Jeez. Y'all didn't know no better. Exactly. exactly. We didn't hold it to him. We always were looking for the so moment So that's that. the reason why I said I beg to differ, because, you know, we, we know we were blackballed after, you know, we bumped heads with Hev. Then it's like, yo, he's the big dog. All right, we got more with R&B group Soul For Real. It's Throwback Thursday. Matter of fact, let's get into a mini mix. Here's some of their music. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Soul For Real is... Here, R&B group, it's Throwback Thursday. Now, you know they were founded by Heavy D. They were sounding the Uptown Records. Now, Charlemagne? Now, let's talk about uh, the identity fraud issue. Okay. Yeah, what was it. that about? It says three of y'all are in- indicted for identity fraud? No, no, no. I think Brad took the blame for I'm everything. A, I was going to say, look, <laughs> I'm going to answer that and let everybody know that uh, this is the actual first time that I'm speaking out about that. Mm-hmm. You understand? And it wasn't identity fraud. Um, I was involved with some some cats 
that really I had no idea what they were doing. You know what I mean? I was involved in a low low level uh, involvement with it in my search of trying to, you know, stay relevant and mm -hmm. keep change in my pocket. So they said identity fraud, but it wasn't identity fraud. It was mortgage fraud, and I definitely was an, I was the only one involved in it. Um, I kept my mouth shut. You know, I was implicated. You said I did it, I did it. Let me go do my time. Were you the home. only person implicated or were there other people? No, there were other people. I mean, but it was like... Only person in the group. Right. Okay, I was just letting everybody did know. Do? I did five years. Mm. When half passed, did y'all go to the funeral? I was locked up. I no, I tried. I tried my best. I that was another thing that was... my own funeral. It was. You said it hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to no more funerals. Yeah, I don't do funerals either. <laughs> right. I always say that I'm not going to mine if I can help it. Right. Exactly. But y'all just didn't want to go, or nah, it's that's something I tried to do. Like Bri was locked I, up I mean, at the time. Yeah, I think the, invi I, I think the invitation was not there. Right. It wasn't for us. We talked to Lloyd and, and family for, for years, but we don't get any phone calls back. When did they so, stop returning y'all calls? At what point? Uh, I guess the exact after moment the first album, after the really? second album. Yeah, no, it was after the first album because, yeah, my, I because mean, my, my my memory is pretty on point when it comes to this because yeah, most of the time during the Candy Rain album and even the For Life album, we met Heaven. We all we said we're all lead singers, but Hev had a different view for us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was always on the, on the outside looking in. I, I I was forced to pay close attention. So the second single, this is what really happened was every little thing. Chalk did the lead on the second single. Mm -hmm. So Hev wanted to have Jace do the remix to every little thing. That was and Chalk and, Jay, uh, Chalk and Hev kind of went at odds with that. So Hev immediately was like, all right, f that. We about to just pull the plug on these and stand they hard to work with. So automatically it was no more promotion. So the, the every little thing just instantly, you know, it, it, it went off of the momentum of Candy Rain mm -hmm. by itself. So... It literally, because we were contractually obligated, is the only reason why the second album came out. So it was like, all right, we're going to put you all out, but we're not going to promote you all. We're not going to do nothing. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Did you guys so have that's a relationship with Diddy? A very short relationship with Diddy, which I have a book. We're working on a movie, and I don't want to give everything, but yeah, we worked with Diddy. Like Diddy said to us before he had 112, he was telling us what he would do if he had us. You understand? Mm -hmm. And then 1996, we have 112. Everybody was like, yo, we heard your new song with Biggie. And was like, that's not us. Right. No, Andre. Andre didn't want to say, hey, man, why don't y'all come over here? No, because Hev had dibs on us. Even oh. after his passing, though, there's just... Nah, no, after you know. his passing, everything with from dealing with Andre to anyone who was ever affiliated from our past was like pulling teeth trying to reach out to those it's old called resources. being blackballed man yeah. that's you know, what it is I remember when we seen Andre Harrell in the club and he, he literally ran, ran, he ran from, from us him. like we attacked him or something <laughs> like really? we were just coming to say hey Dre what's up man Yo, you know four y'all come up to him man I know <laughs> I know we got your own I mean he probably <laughs> That's what he was thinking. I might think about you. We were just approaching the man. <laughs> what year was this? This was like... This last year? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> y'all look like y'all carry hammers now. I don't mind him taking off. <laughs> he said, I don't mind him taking off. <laughs> now, Jace, you did want to go solo. You did end up going solo, though. I mean, I have the If You Feel Like Me joint. If you really know me, you know to go look for that. It's out there. You know what I mean? Just passing the time while I'm out living life. You know what I mean? Chuck, um... We had a little inside. Something was happening back in the days. He was like, I'm going solo. You know, but y'all I mean? was going Bro, solo first. Bro, I was right. locked up. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. was like, crickets. Cricket, cricket. Well, what, what, 
So when he said when he wanted to go something. solo, how was the, how was the family when he wanted to go solo? Were y'all cool or y'all was, was it beefing? It had to be a moment where y'all ain't talking to each I other. I think I think bro was locked up or something. So you was locked up. Too. No, I'm yeah, gonna tell you I'm, when when Chalk tried to go solo. Of, yeah. At the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell y'all my standpoint, my which I tell them now. I, I, I always tell them that's why ain't nothing happened with both of this whenever they go solo because you're not you wasn't meant to. The world's not feeling you <laughs> on your solo on your solo. The world's feeling Damn. soul for real. But I thought you said you wanted everybody disagree. to go. I disagree. I I disagree. I know, but I'm just saying. It's all about what happened then, right? I think that's a weird analogy. It's like this. It's like just go check it out. You tell me. I'm gonna tap on it real quick. What I should have done, my I got a couple of tapes out there. How about that, y'all? Just didn't know about. I get it. There was no budget there to for them to know about it. The first talks of ever going solo happened with me because of certain activities and where we were personally when it came to being dropped from the label. It seemed like our attention span was going everywhere and I decided to myself, you know what, if if everybody's not gonna stay focused on doing music and stuff, like I'm I'm just gonna keep it up. You but the Bobby I, Brown, you pulled the Bobby Brown. I, I, you can call it that uh, <laughs> right. for our version. <laughs> I, I, but, I get it because life moves on, right? Yeah. Like if brother in jail and y'all just sitting around like No, the jail something. wasn't yet for yeah, this part. Okay, okay. When I when I decided jail. to go solo, this was earlier like of us being released and, and, and right. actually off of Universal with, with the situation after the second album didn't do anything. And that was started the first trick. Yeah, the first wave of anyone starting to say that they were going solo. I mean, so you guys are an R&B group, so can we hear you sing something before you get up out of here? Don't what? do it if Let's, y'all don't think y'all ready. No, no, no. This, this, this is, is ready. This is good. Like, this is good. 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 Listen, yeah. at the end of the day, that's I, what y'all I have don't to start understanding. You, this is off the if, Candy Rain album. Do you want some Henny? See? Yeah, yeah. Look, look, hold on. Not that one. They don't know it. <laughs> Not that yet, right? Nah, they, they ain't ready for that. Y'all can do something in the old days. That's what I said. This is what I was, I was just letting them know. Like, when people ask us to sing, don't sing something new that nobody knows. You can't be right. That's right. That's what I was trying to let everybody know. Like, so let's sing what you do. My love. Do you ever dream of candy-coated raindrops? You're the same, my candy rain. And it's right. the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever I knew why y'all was going to jump in. Girls from the 90s can always still sing, bro. I don't know what nobody say. <laughs> All right, well, we appreciate you guys. What's your Instagrams and all that stuff, man? That's what's up. Our Instagram is the real soul for real. Um, our Twitter is uh, Soul For Real One. How did y'all get y'all name Soul For Real? Collectively, um, we have. Yeah, right, we have. He was like, y'all gotta kill that Daffy. That's over with. That's too popular. It like, was dope how the name came up, though, because right. one of his his boys, he was like, come on, let's see, like, what could we think of? And one of them said, mm, well, they got soul. Mm, and then, then another one said, and they some real ass right. You know what I mean? And then Hev was like, that's it. Soul for real. real. Alright, well we appreciate you guys for joining us. It's soul for real. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you, Breakfast Club. We love y'all. Appreciate that. One love.
I will not stand for any soul for real slander, damn it. Okay? That's the problem with y'all. Y'all don't respect nothing out here. Okay? Who is slandering soul for real? You two. DJ and what? Angela Yee. <laughs> what did right? I say? Because y'all said that they didn't sound good singing when they was in here. I thought they sounded all right. No, I personally. just said they were a little pitchy. Didn't sound like... You ain't have that energy when they was here, so don't talk behind their back. I just heard it again, and I'm like, wow. Oh, okay. You were hyping it up. You were like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I didn't say all that. Let's hear it again. I didn't say all that. Let's hear it again. My love. Hey. Do you ever dream of hey. candy-coated raindrops? You're the same, my candy rain. Charlamagne, you can't sing along with them. You can't to hear them. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Soul for real, Dan. So y'all didn't enjoy that impromptu acapella performance of Candy yeah. Rain? Yeah. That's not what y'all was just saying. I, and, and, but y'all don't ever keep love, that same goddamn energy. I love energy. the fact that, you know, brothers is out there doing what they got to do to feed their families. Man, shut up. I'm over here doing my research. I don't know what y'all are doing. I didn't, I didn't think they sounded bad at all. But salute to Soul for real. What's the name of their restaurant? Uh, Naomi's, Naomi's. It's all about you. In Atlanta. I know that food's good. <laughs> yeah, well, um, if you missed it, let's, you, let's play it one more time for people that if they really want to hear it again. So for real, singing. It's supposed to be the wolf howling, man. Forget it. Forget it. Forget what it. What just happened? Right. Forget it. <laughs> See, I, I want y'all to know, so for real, if you ain't had that energy no, when you so was here, my nah, don't say they're they your peoples. You ain't they had the one that contacted me You ain't had that energy times. when they was here. South for Soul For Real. Let's Drop hear it one more time. for Soul For Real, damn it. Play one more time for the people out there. Shout out to Soul For Real, man. My love, do you ever My candy rain. Hey. <laughs> you just want to be in a group so bad. That's Listen, all it is. You I want to be in a group so bad. I was front on the 90s R&B groups, goddamn. You just want to be That's in a group so era. bad. You were okay? looking up their ages, though. No, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, now you want to not keep that you, same why, energy? Why are you putting everything on me that y'all was doing? I asked y'all how old they were. You didn't look up his age? No, I did not look up their age. So who did that? Envy, bum ass. I'm not blaming on me. Y'all don't want to keep this same energy. Goodness gracious. Shout out to no, Soul for Real. I'm Soul glad Real. they came up here, man. Shout out to the groups, man. They doing, paying for their, you wait till feeding we their have... families and all that. One of them got like six, seven kids, so shout out to them. You man. wait till Breakfast Club do this throwback party, boy. You're going to do a throwback party and have all the 90s groups up there. And you're going to okay? throw it back. And I'm going to be in there with some cognac straight uncle status. Mm. Mm. Or straight mm. auntie style. Mm. style. <laughs> Either or, whatever works. Uh, you know, anyway. Well, we got rumors on the way you what we're talking about. Yes, let's talk about Kodak Black. And now he's coming after the game. We'll tell you what he had to say. Again, he he doesn't stop, huh? Well, he hasn't mentioned the game previously, but now he is. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Kodak Black has some words for the game. Now, if you remember, the game was coming hard at Kodak. Here's what the game said initially. Go for Kodak Black and any other disrespecting my nip name. Keep my name out your mouth. Keep his girl's name out your mouth. The wrong with you new I understand why the game was going so hard, though, because, you know, they, they, Nipsey's not here to defend himself, so they feel like, you know, they got to defend his his woman the way... His honor. His Absolutely. honor, yeah. Well, That's Kodak honor. Black is still going on live stream and responding to what everybody has to say, and so when he was asked about what he had to say about the game's comments, here's what he said. Eight or eleven hundred, God won't talk. And I'm going to run down to my right, 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 I'm going to
Get to grab that Walter Pool like this year. Change your the live sound. Change your- what? What he say? What he say? He said, "Fifty, grab that guy off the pole like I'm gonna change your whole life." Boy, Kodak, you better do some push up. You sure he said that? Say that. Play that again. I didn't hear that. I don't know what he said. Wow, it's crazy that. how when somebody tells you, you can't understand what he said. When no. somebody tells you exactly what they perfectly. said, you can hear it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understood it. that. I'm gonna tell you why this is a dangerous game for Kodak Black, though. Hmm? Nipsey Hussle is deceased, so emotions are running very, very high for the people who love Nipsey, mm-hmm. and. You know, the thing about pain is you just want to, you know, you, you redistribute that pain to other people. So Kodak better do his push-ups. Because well, if he runs the game in the next two weeks. T.I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. also yeah. had something to say about why he feels like he has to go really hard for Nipsey. I see myself in this. And I only want to handle him the way I feel that he would handle me. If a mother were to speak out and say something out of, out of line about my old lady after my untimely demise... He ain't just gonna speak up. He gonna pull up, and I owe him that same respect. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. So he owes that to Nipsey. Even though I still feel like you know you, you can you know pull somebody's card by just having a conversation with them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whether you do pull up and see them face to face, or you call them on the phone, because I feel like all of this social media and all of this media attention that it's getting is turning it into high school. Now right. everybody feels like they gotta prove something. And it, yeah, it's an ego thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now you all these fragile check egos. me publicly. Now I'm like, okay, I'm Absolutely. not gonna act like I'm a punk. Absolutely. All right, now Rihanna is getting ready to launch Fenty Skincare. You know, Fenty Beauty is already popping out here in these streets. So now she's doing Fenty Skin. She's I love working Fenty. On that new sweet. But well, what do we yeah, get an album? Good on you. What do we get in some music? What kind of what's uh, what's your favorite product from Fenty Beauty? The beige. I see you have on the lip gloss. The beige gloss. I don't know. I, I want some music. Gloss. I want some music though. <laughs> I want some music. Yeah, and she knows that a fan. You know, a lot of her fans always ask when is the music coming, and she it is coming. She's been working, but. Let her prosper and thrive with what she enjoys okay. doing as well. Okay. Skincare products is coming up next. You didn't ask me what I like from Fenty, but no worries. Well, we all know what, you're, what you use, but go ahead. What, that soft mate longwear foundation? Matte. Matte, whatever. It's mate. <laughs> mate. <laughs> <say> mate. <laughs> it's matte? Yes. It's oh. The mate? What? I don't wear it. It's not a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> The mate. <laughs> I like the, I like mate. I think mate. Sounds good. Mate. Yeah, it definitely sounds very. Uh, Women wear matte. Men wear mate. Oh okay, my. I would you go never, to Sephora I would and ask for that mate. Exactly. Look at that mate. I would never put matte on my face. I want my car mate right. black. You should put matte on your face. I would never put matte on my face. Yo, this I'm guy's crazy. I put mate on my face. Okay. You're not gonna ask me what I like. I like that mate. <laughs> What's right? Uh. Would you put matte on your face, Envy? Huh? If I'm going to use it, I'm going to use it right. Ooh. All, All right. right. Well, let me move hey, on. Hey, Matt, call me. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's talk about Drake. Drake is already working on his next album. He told the crowd in London that he has a new LP that he's working on. So, uh, here's Drake. I kind of actually started last night, to be honest with you. But I think what I'm going to do after this is I'm going to go home. And I'm going to make a new album so I can come back to London next year. We can do this again. Now, Drake was also feeling very nostalgic. If you saw, he was posting all of his old DMs from Twitter. I seen it. Yes, he put up a DM from Trey Songs. Hit me on the berry. That's when Blackberries was it. And Trey Songs, Blackberry. Then he put up a tweet from a DM from Kendrick Lamar. What's good, fam? 
See, people say fam all the time. What's good, fam? First of all, that was 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one he had? His, he had his number on one of them, right? And Kendrick said, "Yo, my man, what's the word?" And he said, "I'm working on detox and finishing my project, Section 80." When you back in Cali, Drake responded, "I know that ish will be incredible. We got to do something for real. I'll be back for BET Awards this month." It's good to see how far people came, right? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, he put his number with Kevin Durant. He posted these DMs with Kevin Durant. What's up, fam? Where could I get some of that OVO EXO gear? That I ain't gonna lie. Mean. I'm ready to see Drake do something other than music, though. Like, he's conquered that. Like, I want to see him get into acting. Well, I heard... he's been in acting. He was in acting first. No, man. I'm talking about now. Yeah, you know he what I mean. He was going to go back to acting. Yeah, I heard he's, um, you know, he's executive producer on that show Top Boy. You ever watch Top Boy? Mm-mm. Top Boy was on um, Netflix. It's his show out of London. And I heard he's executive producing that and bringing that back. And I heard isn't he, that what people call you? I heard he's playing the villain <laughs> on uh, <laughs> Top Boy. That's what I heard. I want to hear Drake some more music from Drake. Bro. I don't. I want to see him do something else. We know he can do music. He's conquered that already. Mm-hmm. I, and then if he's playing a bad guy on Top Boy, that'd be dope. All right. Now the new Lion King trailer is that. Did you guys see it? Mm-mm. You shouldn't be able to see it. Why? You ain't see the original. Yeah, if you so, haven't seen the original Lion King, you shouldn't be able to watch the remake. Who's, who's going to make remake. these rules? I'd rather just see this one. Mm-mm. I'm going to go see this. It's the new trailer for Disney's remake of The Lion King. So everybody's very excited for that. It was trending all day yesterday. So make sure y'all check that out if you haven't had a chance to see that yet. But the new Lion King is going to have Donald Glover as Simba, Beyonce as not Na- How do you say it? Nala? Nyla? <laughs> Like, I don't know how you say it. I'm disgusted at you. And you got the nerve to crown me for not being able to say mate? <laughs> That's not Ugh. how you say it. You don't know Nyla from The Lion King? Uh-uh-uh. Ugh. <laughs> disgusted. He's bad. All right. Now, Nipsey Hussle, his funeral service is today. And that funeral service, if you couldn't make it, because, you know, the tickets were very limited for the Staples Center. They went pretty quickly. But that funeral service will be broadcasted and live streamed by BET Networks as well. So BET remembers Nipsey Hussle. That's going to air on their Facebook page, and it's going to air on BET. So make sure you go and check that out if you couldn't make it out there. It'll mm. also be anchored by Mark Lamont Hill, and uh, Gia, Pepper, Gia, Pepper, Gia Peppers will be joining him as well. Mm. I refuse to accept this, but rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Right. Still feels like it was a glitch in the Matrix. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Hey, fam. Coca-Cola just came out with a brand new flavor. Yeah, you heard that right. They've now got orange vanilla Coke and orange vanilla Coke Zero Sugar. Head to your closest retailer and try orange vanilla Coke and orange vanilla Coke Zero today. It was all a dream, fam. (laughs) Hmm? Done? Yeah. Okay. You finished? Oh! Yeah, see? What? No, I got to say happy birthday to somebody because uh, he tweeted us and said that it's his wife's birthday today, and I meant to say happy birthday to her earlier. Hold on, let me find... Okay. Uh, Ebony Mason, they've been married for four years, so shout out to Ace Rue Hills. It's her 28th birthday. He said they've been up since two, waiting for the chance to call in. They had a miscarriage last year, but they are expecting another little girl on June 10th. So congratulations to you guys, and happy birthday to Ebony Mason. Maybe they're in another... um, Maybe West Coast or something. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, can I go now? Yes, fam. All right, Charlamagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Um, you know, I'm all for mother-daughter bonding, uh, but this is a mother-daughter bonding experience gone wrong for after the hour. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. I just want the record to show that if you could hear the behind the scenes in this room, you would realize Charlemagne is the least racist person on this show. Why? Right. What happened? 
Uh, don't get it, Dave. For I'm Thursday, April 11th, goes to a mother-daughter duo named uh, Tara Avine, 46, and Briar Avine, 24. Mother-daughter duo. I love to see mothers and daughters bonding and doing things together. Mothers and daughters together are a force to be reckoned with. I think it's a beautiful thing when mothers and daughters share the same hobbies and have the same interests. Uh, my daughter loves cheerleading, and my wife was a cheerleader. My wife ran track. Now my daughter runs track. My wife even coaches my daughter's track team. I love it. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, this is the way life is supposed to be. And while Tara and Briar uh, share an interest, in fact, they have found a way to make some money together. Always a beautiful thing when you can make money with your family, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, fam. Especially when it's a mother-daughter duo. They seem very close because you have to be close to be able to trust each other with the secret this mother duo was carrying. Oh, God. Would you like to know what Tara and Briar Avine were doing to have such a bond? What? Or what they did to have such a bond? What? Let's go to ABC 7 for the report, please. 24-year-old woman is behind bars accused of killing her grandmother, and police say her own mother also helped in the murder. Briar Avon and her mother Tara are charged with the murder of Sandra Avon. Officers were looking for a 77-year-old during a welfare check, and they were told she was out of town. The daughter and granddaughter stories just didn't match up. And then later they confessed to killing the elderly woman in 2017. Police say the two women had been cashing the grandmother's monthly checks for more than a year. Mm. Tara and Breyer are in jail right now for murder. They killed Granny two years ago, continued to cash numerous monthly payment checks. This is why this is terrible. It's Granny. Grandmama. Okay, she don't even need much. Whatever check she was getting, she would have given to y'all. All she wanted some hot fries from Wendy's, and she wants her to watch. She wants to watch her stories. That's it. She in her last days already. Why'd you feel like you had to kill her? Goodness. Not to mention the mother-daughter bond that Tara and Briar share. Tara, why didn't you share that with your own mother? You do realize your daughter Briar is learning everything from you. So the way she has seen you treat your own mother killing her is the exact same way she will one day treat you. The apple don't fall too far from the tree. So if your daughter kills you in prison, Tara, because that's where y'all will be spending the rest of your life, just remember, like mother, like daughter. Please give Tara Avine and Briar Avine the biggest hee-haw. Now it's time to play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Nothing wrong with a little profiling, right, guys? Now, uh, Tara Avine, Briar Avine, from Prescott, Arizona, mother and daughter duo, killed the grandma so they could continue to cash her monthly checks. Angela Yee, guess what race it is? I'm going to say Caucasian because if that was my race, we would have just took the checks. Okay, what race and is that? You're two of them. The Asian side. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> DJ Envy? Hmm. It's a tough Ta one. Tara Avine and Briar Avine, Prescott, Arizona, mother and daughter duo, killed the grandma so they could continue to cash her checks. Guess what race it is? I think I would have to agree with ye because, you know, like he said, you're not going to kill grandma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We just lock her in the room and just steal her checks. Lock her in the I didn't say I lock her in the room. Oh, we just steal her checks. Now, you're Dominican, so that's what Dominican is. <laughs> see, see, here you go. I'm asking. Here you go. I'm not Dominican, man. Okay. I'm black. All right, so you say Caucasian. I say Caucasian. That's your final answer. Final answer. Okay, Caucasian Envy says. <coughs> you're supposed to play the music. I said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, pay attention, Puerto Rican in the room. <laughs> Drum. Now, DJ Envy says Caucasian. <laughs> Angela Yee says Caucasian. You both 
both are correct. Yes. I knew it. Yes. If you're watching Revolt TV, they are really Caucasian Whoa. too. <laughs> this is the bottom Wait, of those the are, barrel. Wow. Those are women? This is the bottom Yay, of the barrel. Be nice. This is the bottom of the barrel trailer park. Wow. Right here, baby. Oh my goodness. Right. Who's the mom? Who's this the daughter? Is, this is this is meth meth Monday's Caucasian. <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> okay. That's wow. a hard life. Christ. This is everything out the can Caucasian right Too here. Too much goddamn mayonnaise. Too much goddamn mayonnaise. All right. Goodness All gracious. dinner is out of the can. These two right I here. I see them on the street. I'm walking on the other my side God. immediately. Lord have mercy. Goodness gracious. Wow. But yes, they were Caucasian. All right. Don't oh, thank goodness. you for that dog. Get a day. Ooh, they had a hard life. All right. Up next, ask ye. Waste the good white skin. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call ye right now. She'll help you with all your problems. Again, 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Um, anonymous. Hey, anonymous. Where you calling from? Um, anonymous. Okay, anonymous okay. from anonymous. Okay, what well, Texas? I'm calling from Texas. All right, Texas. Yeah, we'll say Texas. State, we'll so just we'll say Houston. That. We'll say Houston. <laughs> now, what's your question for okay. you? So, okay, I got you guys on speaker because I'm here with my dumb sister, but she can still hear you. Okay. And she won't get on the phone. But um, a few years ago, probably about six years ago, she some uh, her boyfriend gave her HIV. Mm. Whoa. And, um, yeah, so they, they ended up breaking up. He actually died from it. But now she's in a new relationship. Mm-hmm. And she did tell the guy ahead of time. She did let him know. But now, every time they get into it, like, he always cheats. And he used it as an excuse of, hey, I gave you my life, so I'm going to do what I want to do, you know, type of thing. Well, is he HIV he, positive as well or no? Because he's been um, protecting. You no, know, not, that I, not okay. that I know of or not yet anyway because, you know, they have a child, so right. eventually, maybe. Oh, they have a child together? Oh, uh, well, she's pregnant, yeah. Okay. So, go ahead. I'm sorry, the so, question? So, my, my my question is, or I guess I just want you to tell her, like, what it is that she can do because she's always coming to me, and I really don't know what else to tell her other than leave because she told him she was HIV positive in the beginning. But why so does she feel like she needs to stay with somebody that's continu- that's constantly cheating on her? I don't know, and I wish she'll get on the phone instead of being here looking crazy, but I don't know. Because I'll say this, aside from the fact that she's HIV positive, which she was honest about, mm-hmm. and which he right. was with her despite the fact of that, um, he's still cheating on her. Regardless of all of that, even if there was no uh, nothing else involved, he's a cheater. Yeah, but and that's harmful to. An of, he, mm-hmm. gave, he gave her basically his life, is what he always did. And said. so, which is awful because now he's trying to make her feel guilty about something that he's doing wrong. She's done nothing wrong. I agree. So now you're feeling guilty and you feel like, oh, he sacrificed so much for me, so I just have to keep on taking him back. No, you don't. And he does not have to cheat on you. He had an option. He could have stayed with you or he could have chosen not to date you and be with you. But he chose to stay with you. And as part of that, you know, you can't be lying and cheating. Period. Word. Right. I definitely agree. F that. I don't care what she has. Yes, she should leave. He shouldn't be cheating on her and using that as an excuse. I yes, mean, listen, ma- it seems like he's mentally trying to make her feel yeah. low all the time. And uh, that's a lot of mind games that he's playing with her. And then he's also endangering her by cheating, endangering her own health and her own well-being mm-hmm. and their relationship. Trying and it feels feel like he's bad. just emotionally taking advantage of her. That's emotional yeah. abuse. I agree. He could possibly be spreading it to so many other people. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Mama, I know you're listening, man. F him. Don't let don't let him try to treat you away because you have a, a disease. No, no, not at all. He shouldn't be around treating you like a dog. 
doing you dirty, cheating on you, is not the way you can find a better respect, man out he there. He doesn't respect you. A- Angela, can you be quiet for a second? I don't feel like we're hearing the full story here, but continue <laughs> on. Y'all, y'all, y'all make it very light of a very serious situation. I'm it not is. making light of a situation. He's, He's cheating, cheating on her all the time. He's throwing it back in her face that she's HIV positive and saying that's the reason why he feels like he can cheat because he gave her his life. I don't feel like this is the whole right. story. What, what, what else, else is there? Could there be? I don't know, but this don't sound right. No, I, well, I get I mean, it. What more is it? Like, yeah. I mean, I can explain like more. I, I mean, I wish you'll get on the phone, but she obviously. Don't stay in an abusive relationship with a cheater, period. I agree. All right. I really thank you guys, and I hope y'all have a good day. And hopefully she'll just, you know, take your advice. We value you, and we need you to value yourself, and we love you. Be there for your sister. And why was he just fine with, I mean, her having HIV? Like, why why did he just say, okay, cool? I mean, I don't know if he said, okay, cool, let's go have sex. But I think it was they just, he just accepted her as she was, and I think that's possible. There's a lot of people living in, in, in relationships with people who are HIV positive. Once you know that, you can manage it, you know, there's prep, there's all kinds of things that you can take to make sure that you don't get it, that you can be safe. Yeah, so but, it's but, not the yeah, stigma attached to HIV that you can't be with yeah, somebody. Yeah, but the fact that he's throwing it back up in her face lets me know that like, I feel like it's just more to this story. Like but, the, the fact that he's just throwing it up in her I face mean, now I, I guess he's doing it like, I'm cheating on you, you ain't going nowhere. He's anyway, a cheater and he's, you know manipul- and he's manipulative. He I don't know. I just feel like it's more to this story. And we're hearing third-hand information yeah. from the friend. Because she won't get his her her sister. sister. And she's, on, she's right there with it's her. It's still third-hand information. She's there with her. Well, I mean, I wish she can explain it better because it's her story. Like, I just know what I was, you know, what I was told and what she did. Gotcha. Well, thank God you care about your sister and love her, and she need to love yeah. herself just as much as you as much as you love her. I do. All right, I really appreciate Angela. Y'all have a great day. You have you a great too. day too. Thank you. Goodness gracious. All right, ask Yee eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need relationship advice, hit Yee now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Ashley, good morning. Good morning. How you doing this morning? I'm good. So, hi, Angela. Hi, Charlamagne. Hey, Ashley. So, my question is, I got married last year, and my maid of honor decided that she wanted to get married at the same exact venue. Okay. And I just feel like that is kind of weird, kind of shady. And, you know, I'm, I don't want to support her. I want to be there. But at the same time, like, out of all the venues you picked, you want to pick the same exact location? That's that's weird to me. Well, what? maybe she's just so, too lazy to go look at a bunch of different venues. And that means that she really liked your yeah, wedding. Yeah, she just liked your wedding. I don't know. I just feel like that's shady. And then she wants to send me pictures. The dresses are the same. The color themes are the same. And I'm supposed to be the maid of honor at her wedding. That's weird. I don't Wait, know. hold on. Let me ask you this, Ashley. I'm going to assume, is this your best friend because she was your maid of honor? Yeah, she Yeah, yeah. So why are you upset yeah. at your... If, first of all, if you have an issue with it, why don't you be like, well, it does feel a little weird to me, but maybe she's just doing what you did because she loves how you did it. I guess. I mean, I thought about that, but I mean, I guess I could look at it like, from that point of view. Right, because look, at the end of the day, you did it first. Right. And you inspired her. And, you know, they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Okay. But I do feel like it's worth, it's also worth a conversation because a lot of it is how we look at things. You could look at it like, why is she doing the same thing I did? Or you could look at it like, yo, my best friend was so inspired by what I did that she's following suit and how I made things happen. And that means I did a great job. It's really how you look at things. All right. Okay, I'll take that point of view. Thank you, guys. All right, Ashley. Don't go in there with an attitude being a maid of honor either. Yeah, let her live. She loved you. Not. She loved your wedding. She wanna, to. she wanna she wanna she wanna redo it. So she loved yeah, it. Yeah, that means everything was flaw- everything was flawless that you did. There you go. All right, cool. <laughs> she ain't buying you. it. She's definitely not buying it. I know. She like 
that bitch. Ask ye. <laughs> 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice. Want to go to another line? Uh, line five, another Ashley. Ashley, good morning. Hi. Good morning. Oh, What's my your... gosh. I can't believe I'm on the radio. <laughs> What's your question for ye? Ye, I've been talking to this guy for about um, eight months now. Um, and we just became, like, sexually active for the very first time. And um, his penis was extremely small and um, it made me very uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. other than that, he's really nice. And I don't want that to hinder us. But right. I, I don't know. Because he made sure you got to know him first before you guys got sexually active. Who got a little meat? Um, <laughs> I, 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 it, um, I don't want to, I don't know. It was just, I, like, other than that, he's it's small. Like, great. Like, like, he's nice to talk to, he listens. Maybe you should, maybe you should ask Envy, this is Ask Ye. You no one wants to know meat. what you think. Charlamagne has little meat. First of all, you never had meat. to sleep with a guy with a small <laughs> penis. So relax. My right. penis is seven inches, three, four, eight when it's warm out. So The number changes all about. the time. But Ashley, okay, a <laughs> couple of things here. Of when you guys have sex, is it enjoyable or is it terrible? I couldn't feel anything. Wow. Ah, what what about foreplay? Was he good at foreplay? <laughs> awesome at that, yeah. Because most guys with little penises are good at foreplay. How do you just know having you? this conversation? Yeah, because you have you have to be. Okay, yeah. so so you were able to orgasm? Yes. But, other stuff. But you did feel like something was missing. Yes. Do you feel like in your heart that you could be with somebody that is great in every other way and can make you orgasm, but penetration isn't so great? Um. I want to try, like, because I don't want to, like, miss out on somebody that I think is really good at, but I, I've never been in a position, you know, I'm pretty sure bigger penises, bigger problems. I don't know. I don't, right. I, I don't know. More penis, more but, problems. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, other than that, like, I don't want to make them so conscious. How about this? Do you do anal? No. Oh, God, no. You can't fit in that way that if it's... That's the perfect anal thing. That small penis. Are you like, an anal expert, Envy? Nope. <laughs> Ashley, I'll say that, this. Uh, just uh, This is something that you don't really know what you're going to do. I think just take your time. Continue to date him. If you feel like it's not anything that you can handle and you feel like, okay, I'm not into this, then you are going to have to break up. But in the meantime, if you want to give it a shot, give it a shot. Okay. It's not yeah, a life or right. death decision right now, but it's something that you'll decide. Maybe you'll fall deeply in love with him and you'll be fine with it. Or maybe you'll say, you know what, I'm... I'm not really, I can't live my life with this small penis. <laughs> You're right. Thank you. And guess what? It makes it so much easier when it's time for oral sex. It's like nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. right. Your jaw will never hurt. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good luck, mama. You foul. Right, I always bye. try to look at the positive side. So my brother, what do you do? I know because you got a small penis. When you have sex with your wife, like does she say anything? This is too do? personal. Oh, okay. I don't have a small penis. My penis is seven inches, three-fourths. Eight when it's warm out. Whenever it's over 80 degrees, I'm eight inches. And I got like two and a half inches of girth. Okay, so when yeah, you what, get a small penis, uh, like, what do you a, tell It's a lot of things about me, but having a small penis is not one of them. I've never had that problem. All right. Well, Ever. I'm glad you guys are more comfortable with each other now. You can pursue <laughs> something further. Shut up, ye. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you want my measurements, right, ye? I don't know what's going on. It's like he's testing the water. <laughs> so, I'll be thinking that too, ye. Dude, Envy's been doing a lot of flirting with me this year, A lot bro. of testing. 
You know what? I've I heard messing. things about Envy. I'm married. Leave me alone. <laughs> one Freaky Friday, we're going to tell, tell everybody what I heard about Envy one time. <laughs> you already told everybody. That's tomorrow. You tell everybody all the time. Tomorrow on Freaky Friday, I'm going to tell everybody when this young lady warned me about DJ <laughs> You tell everybody tomorrow all the time. Tomorrow on Charlamagne, Freaky Friday. People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, glitter stick. I don't have any glass houses. <laughs> okay? Okay, glitter stick. All right, glitter Just stick. relax over there. <laughs> that was a, a video. We gonna play that too. Listen, tomorrow we can get all the gayness out. You wanna put all the gayness on the table tomorrow? Huh? You wanna address the pink elephant in the room? <laughs> There's no pink elephant in the room. All right. We gonna address the pink elephant in the room tomorrow. So everybody wanna know why everything's so gay here on the Breakfast Club. I'm gonna put everything on the table tomorrow, goddammit. You really want to? All do right. That? I'm gonna tell everybody what I know. And I'm gonna tell everybody what I know. All right. Let's do it tomorrow. tomorrow. You guys, wasn't this ask ye? Oh, what sorry. happened? Thank you. Who asked did what? If you have any more questions, <laughs> what did you say? 800 585 is the number. If you couldn't get through because Charlamagne and Envy took this somewhere else, then you can always email me, helpmeye at gmail.com. You got rumors on the way, ye? Yeah. Yes, we are going to be talking about Wiz Khalifa. He has something new that's about to launch, and I'm sure you're going to want to watch. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Wiz Khalifa announced his Wiz Khalifa Behind the Cam. It's a docuseries with Apple Music, and you'll get to see his life like you've never seen it before. They put out a trailer on Variety, and here's a piece of that. I had him play at a show at the University of Pittsburgh when he was like 16, and the only person that showed up to see him was his mom, Peachy. He's definitely performed 50, 60-minute sets to 10, 2, 5, 6 people. The rest of us, I feel like we were nervous. I always just believed in what he kind of like told us he wanted to do or what was going to happen, and saying, yo, this is going to work. Do it. If you just do it, it's going to work. So he was just born ready to just do this shit. Wow. Imagine that he had a show, and the only person that showed up was his mom. That's crazy. That's usually how but it is in the beginning. It is. And I've been to shows like that for some artists where you go there and there's only 20, 30 people there for their first shows. But that's a great time to practice and get better, just to be on stage and perform. And I think, you know, it's always respectful when artists show up and maybe it wasn't promoted properly or whatever it is, but still put your all into it and still do that show for the people that did show up. I've been to a I lot of those that. shows because I've been doing radio for, this will be my 21st year in radio. So, mm -hmm. you know, back in the day when artists used to be on promo, you remember when the promo shows yep. and the label would just make them come to the markets for free? I'd have been to empty T.I. shows. Mm. I'd have been to empty yeah. Jeezy shows. Mm -hmm. I've been like, to plenty of empty plenty shows. plenty of empty shows. Yeah. And matter of fact, my best friend, her name is Santi Gold. She's an artist. I went to her first show ever in Philly, and it was just me, her sister. Mm. It was like her family. No, I'm <laughs> not even lying. No, it happens, you know? but guess yep, what? That right? very next year, they can be the biggest thing on the planet. I, went, I remember going to a Jeezy show one year at the main event in Columbia, South Carolina. It was Jeezy and Big Country King. Wasn't like maybe fifty people there, but then that next that next year, Trapper die. Ooh, or maybe a few months later, I don't even remember. But it was wasn't. So for too all far. the artists out there, those small shows where no one really shows up, that's a great time for you to really practice mm -hmm. and hone your skills. Perfect your craft. Have Absolutely. somebody film it for you so you can see what you look like, see what you need to improve on. All right, the National Enquirer is up for sale. So if anybody wants to purchase that. Uh, the Inquirer, the Globe, and the National Examiner. If anybody is, if I was Jeff Bezos, I'd buy it just to shut it down. <laughs> Dying to. Don't they be a sue? Yeah, they be a sue like just crazy to try too. To play with me. Right. Well, they said that deal that they originally had might be in jeopardy because prosecutors are looking into everything that happened with Jeff Bezos. Buy it, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Buy it just to close it down. All right. Now, Oprah. She was on with your boy Trevor Noah. 
And she talked about the Leaving Neverland documentary. You know, a lot of people were saying, oh, she's pulled down the videos. There was a rumor going on that HBO pulled it off, but they actually responded to that and said that's not true. It's still available. So here's what Oprah had to say about why she stands by the interviews that she did after Leaving Neverland. Did you ever waver in your beliefs when the, the no, documentary director came wavered. out and said there was a timeline issue? I've had girls at my school who were sexually assaulted and abused, and I have never won a case. When you put a girl on the witness stand and she can't remember, was it Thursday or Wednesday, it's automatically wow. discredited. Right, I still so don't believe those two dudes that accused Michael Jackson, but that's just me. I'm in the minority, I guess. Did HBO pull it off? No. They didn't. I just told you. They, they, said they, were make sure and they said no, they did not. They, they did made not. their own statement saying that's not true. Okay. And it's still available on HBO Now, HBO Go, and all of that. Okay. All right, now Oprah also has teamed up with Prince Harry, and they're executive producing a new series that will focus on mental health that's going to debut next year on Apple TV. Here's what Oprah said about that. We're doing a, a multi-part docu-series yep. on mental health, all of its on, and, and the spectrum. And what's Harry's involvement going to be? And Harry is uh, co-creating this with me, and he is executive producing this with he has me. Lots. Our hope is that it will have an impact on reducing the stigma and allowing people to know that they're not alone. They ain't call our guy Charlamagne. She don't got to call me, but I, I'm all for anyone who helps to elevate the conversation about mental health in our communities. Yep. That's a cause that's near and dear to my heart. Prince Harry, back in 2017, said that he'd been in counseling in his late 20s to deal with the emotions surrounding the death of his mother, Princess Diana. So he's been open about talking about that as well. Yeah, I'm glad Prince Harry is doing the work and I'm glad Oprah is doing that. But I do wish she would have partnered with an American person of color on that as well. Because we really need to see more people of color being advocates for mental health because of all the trauma and pain that we've been through in this country. She should have gotten with the right. Roger B. Henson as well with that. Well, Oprah said that she's had her own experiences with anxiety and depression. She wrote about it in O Magazine. She said she had come face-to-face -face with mental illness as several people close to me were hospitalized with severe suicidal depression and manic and schizophrenic thoughts. Listen, I'm all for it, you know, especially in the black community. All the hurt we've experienced, we need to encourage healing, and we are more prone to heal when we see people that look like us being advocates for mental health. So Prince Harry is cool, but that's like mental health for the elitists. The rest of us would be out here trying to help the hood heal mentally. All right, now let's talk about Patti LaBelle. She is going to be doing a line of frozen Chinese food. Drop on the clues bombs for Patti LaBelle, just for her frozen, frozen Chinese food? Yes, and she's Explain. actually teamed up with our guy Stratus from Brooklyn Chop House. He's going to be okay. partnering with her to do those frozen Chinese food. It's going to be sold in supermarkets. Patti so you know how you get frozen food meals? In the so you could get chicken satay in the, at the supermarket? I don't know what it's going to be exactly. It's just a Chinese food line. Patti LaBelle ain't visited us in a while. When the last Patty visited She's in New York. She was just at Brooklyn Chop House. Patty. Miss LaBelle, what's up, man? Come visit your folks. Yes. So you know I love you. Congratulations Better to Better stop her. right there. Stop and shout out to Stratus. I know he's excited. And shout out to Don Poo as shout well. Shout out to Stratus and Don Poo. If you ever get a chance, you have in New York, check out their restaurant, Brooklyn Chop House. Amazing. Dropping a clue, button. I go Patty there too LaBelle. much. <laughs> I remember when Patty LaBelle's son checked me when he I used to do radio you. in Philly. <laughs> That's right. As he should I was talking about his, how fine his mama was. That's right. He should have. And he called up there mad. Nothing ain't my fault your mama fine. I was a different person. That's disrespectful. You can't say that. Did you apologize? Apologize for saying somebody fine? How do you apologize? If he's for that? offended, it's her son. Sorry for saying your mama fine. I'm sure you didn't just say she was fine. You said I'm pretty. I don't know I'm, what I I'm sure it's probably suck something out of something. I I'm sure it was. Like I'm like yeah, I would never talk about Miss LaBelle like that. All right, now. Maybe I would. I don't know. See? Oh, yeah, I did used to have that top See? five. Ab absolutely. Yeah, top five. Women, uh, I wanted to suck a fart out there, but... Okay, so well, you can see a, why her son would be I offended. I was an animal, wasn't I? Yes, you are. So you don't think that deserves an apology to her son? No, I can understand why you was offended. 
In hindsight, yeah. It's okay. the same guy that's... Never mind. We, he moved I'm on. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Thank you, fam. He evolved. All right. Well, Here thank come these white people. Put the camera on them, Steve, please. Please put all the camera on all those white people. Oh, if you're watching on Revolt, this is what they do. They bring like 20, 30 white people in here with one black person, and they just stare at us like we in a fishbowl. Oh, they can hear me? Yes, they can hear you. Oh, hey, white people. What's <laughs> My goodness. This is embarrassing. All <laughs> right. This is stupid. Also, now your whole energy changed. <laughs> yeah, whole energy hey, but no, but hey, put the camera back on them, Steve. Hey. That's what they do. They do. They, they do this. This the fishbowl. They do this stuff at least two, three times a week. He said, "Hey." There go that that morning show. That that's the black morning show that they be talking about. That's the one you see a lot. What right voice there. is that? The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Goodness gracious! All right, Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Uh, of course, let's start off with some Nipsey this morning. Let's start to mix off with ah, Nipsey. This sucks, man. Rest in peace. Man. Rest in peace, Nipsey. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Celebrate 25 years of moving the culture forward at the 2019 Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola, July 4th through the 7th in New Orleans. Featuring performances by Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Nas, her, among 50 more. Register for free events and buy tickets at EssenceFestival.com. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Yes, and we got this one going to be a quick one because they got a flight to catch. We got a flight yes, to yes, catch. Yes, we got yes, Chi yes. Ali in the building. Welcome, Chi Ali. Peace, King. Thank you for having me. And also my son. My son. What's going on, Kings Chi, and Queens? Chi Ali got a book out called Another Kind of Freedom. Yes, check it out. ChiAliBX.com. Show me some love. And unfortunately, um, y'all are headed to L.A. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To go to the funeral of our brother Nipsey Hussle. Yes, sir. But that has inspired uh, something you're doing this weekend, Mike. The Kings, Kings Stop Killing Kings March. Yeah, the Kings Stop Killing Kings March we're doing on Sunday, the 14th at 12 p.m. in the Bronx on Grand Concourse at Fordham Road. You know, it's pretty much inspired by that, man. It's just, you know, we losing too many good people just, just to gun violence and just lack of love for each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we killing each other. Like, we always marching when the police kill us. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of that in my DMs. Yeah, why you don't march when we killing each other, you know? And, and this one really hit home for the world. And I was like, this is, I think this is the time where we can galvanize that energy and show each other why it's important for us to be unified and, and not, and stop killing each other, man. Because we can't keep condemning other people who kill us when we doing the killing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And as black men, we gotta, we like, we're angry. I don't know what it is, but black men, even when we get the money sometimes, we're still so angry. We got to get rid of that anger because we always transgress it towards each other. Yeah, because we, we all hurting. You know, we hurt yeah. individuals, and we end up just redistributing that pain to each other. Like, we don't ever deal with our trauma from yeah. things that happened to us when we was young in the hood. Exactly, man. And I think the trauma has taught us, is desensitized us, and we don't even see each other as brothers or family, you know? And I think that's what it is. It's like the same way the police can dehumanize us and kill us because they don't see, they don't value you or see you as human being. We're starting to do that to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that for, the, for me, what this march is, is re-identifying each other as brothers and family. Like, we might disagree with each other, but I don't want to take your <coughs> life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to kill you. I'm not going to be so angry that just a, you know, a, a interaction or just a disagreement makes me want to take your life. You know, mm-hmm. that means, because we don't value each other's life. So that's what this march is about, just reestablishing brotherhood, love for each other, looking your brother in the eye, looking your sister and say, I love you and I don't want to kill you. Yeah, love mm-hmm. and respect for each other. And just from, from my stint in prison, 
I can assure you, like one year down the road, you will not be thinking about whatever it is you're stressing and ready mm -hmm. to shoot somebody over. Like it'll be, you'll be like, oh, eh, man, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's like you'll end your life for just this, this instant emotions, and we gotta, we gotta get a grip. Why do you, why do you think this Nipsey Hustle situation hit different, man? Because I've seen a lot of deaths, I've seen a lot of people get killed, but this one hit. Different. I, I still, I mean, it, like, it's, it, right now it bothers me badly. Yeah, it does for me. And it's amazing because the average, a lot of people really didn't know his music until now. Oh, I and love his they music. Knew, yeah. I, I mean, I love it, but I'm yeah. talking, really, I'm talking about a lot of women. It's not on the East, on the West Coast, but like a lot of East Coast women I know didn't know his music. and now they, But they loved him because mm -hmm. he looked good, Lauren, Lauren London and all of that. But it's like, yo, his, his soul just... Was was dope. Like it's something about it because yeah. he touched everybody. I yeah. think that's what it is. I like think, and it's you can't even put words on it, but he you, touched when everyone. You look at, when you look at what Nip was doing, the way he just carried himself, like it was, it was. We had like kindred spirits. For mm -hmm. me, it was like that's how I carry myself. I carry myself with a level of respect and honor. And he moved in that way. And every t every time you seen him, he was the same way. You right. know, when I met him, we we sat down, we was just building. Like we just had a real conversation out of mutual respect. And when you see somebody moving on that path like that, every time you hear them speaking, and even when you 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 equate them with a gang which is negative, and they always talking about something uplifting. Every time you have that conversation, and then to see the way he lost his life, and he, he was about to shine, bro. Yeah, he was just reaching to his peak. Like, he was uh, just after all his grind, his hard work. Just for me, it was like <coughs> one of us really making one of us right. who really did it from the bottom, who grinded, who didn't compromise their principles, really doing it the right. He didn't way. do nothing Educated. wrong. Nothing he didn't wrong. do anything he did everything wrong. Right, and it was just like when you look at that, and then you start doing the research. I think a lot of people now start researching it. And just listen to him and be like, damn, this brother was really on to something. Mm -hmm. You know, he was really one of these people that was pushing the culture forward. And I think just him having relationships, him having a notoriety with a lot of celebrities, and then the work he was doing just it just caused this this massive, you know, awareness around the world. And the love he showed his lady, like on social media, I I know that's what drew a lot of women to him. Like that shit is just dope, and you don't see that a lot. No matter what they may or may not have been going, he showed nothing but love for her, and we don't see that like that, especially from prominent figures. I used Even to as an artist, he was so much more than just an artist. He was an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. We see him opening the stores. We see his marketing genius he was a mind, when bro. it comes yeah, to him yeah, putting yeah. out his own projects and even what he's talking about on his music and his own evolution from when he first got in the game exactly. at a super young age and then was, just the progress. It was it was what it was supposed to be, man. Mm -hmm. it was, I think it's God's work. You look at, you know, God sends different prophets here. He sends different situations, and I think Nip's life. And his his death was for a purpose, you know. When he this, when you watch how the gangs unified after this, and you see how all around people are just way more aware, they more unified, they want to be more conscious of just how to do business, how to evolve, mm -hmm. how to be united. Mm -hmm. You know, this is this is God's work. This it's same like when Jesus was sacrificed. You know, saying so when he lost his life, it was for a reason, man. And certain people come here and they lose their life for a reason. I think Nip was one of those people. Yeah, I didn't see God in his death, but I definitely saw it in his life. And that's what keeps bothering me, because I'm like, you get back what you put out, right? That's what I always think. I'm like, mm -hmm. Nip ain't deserve that, the way he, he went out. Not at all. But when you look at how all these people are uniting over him, yeah, 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 yeah. all over the you world. You hear his mother speak? His, oh, my God, that was just... Yo, when I read his sister's that. post, yo, bro, yeah, that was wild. wild, yo. Oh, man. I, I mean, I'm a grown man, man and... You know, and I think I'm tough and all that, and I don't cry. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't cried, think I bro. cried more about this than Pac, and I was the biggest Pac fan in the world, but I don't think I cried more about Nipsey's death than I did anything. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know why. It just touched my spirit a different way. And I just, and I Word, think that's, that's, that's weird. That's what yo. pushed me to do this yeah. march. It's like we got to carry on this, the work that the man was doing and continue to unify us and educate us and, and, and move in the direction that he was moving for. The marathon got to continue. Well, tell him about the march again. I know you got to catch a flight. Yes. So tell him about that the march, march again. The march is going to be on Sunday the 14th in the Bronx on Fordham Road. In the Grand Concourse, everybody's welcome to be there. I think we all need to be there. Come in peace. Come in peace. It's nothing else but peace. If you come in there, I want you to identify with everybody there. It's going to be brothers and sisters, man. We're unifying. It's going to be a show the world that, you know, even in the, the worst situations, we're able to unite and that this is that Nipsey Hussle did not die for nothing. It's going to be celebrating Nipsey Hussle's life, not talking about his death, but celebrating what he stood for. You come in to celebrate that if you come to celebrate unity and you want to show brotherhood and just move forward king stop killing king's march sunday the 14th and chiali book out right now chiali bx.com check it out look for my documentary chiali the fabulous chiali will be coming to new york soon all right well there you have it it's chiali my son it's the breakfast club good morning (laughs) jnv angela yee charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club now we have to shout out Soul For Real for joining us. It's Throwback Thursday. Yeah, salute to Soul For Real, man. Um, you know, I'm sure that you've heard the bop Candy Rain. I'm sure you've heard the bop Every Little Thing I Do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Uptown Records is one of my top three favorite record labels of all time. Mm-hmm. So I got love for Soul For Real. Okay. Well, shout to them, all right? And uh, you got a positive note for the people? Yeah, man. I just want to say rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Today is his uh, funeral service. I'm never ever gonna get used to saying rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people say everything happens for a reason, but sometimes that reason is just we have evil people in this world who submit their will to mm-hmm. Satan, because I don't care what nobody says. This feels like a glitch in the matrix, but if Nipsey's death serves a bigger purpose, great, but it's very hard for me not to sit here and think, man, I would much rather him be here with his 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 woman and his kids than serving a greater purpose for the rest of us, because that seems very, very selfish, but just remember, man, those we love don't go away. They walk beside us every day, unseen, unheard, but always near, still loved, and still missed, and very near and dear to our hearts. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?